Blog Talk Radio. J20. Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Yes, Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. It's your man, JT Live, right here on Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Radio. I am your host, man. On today's show, we got a great show ahead of you today. We're talking about the SAE scandal down at the University of Oklahoma. Got a special guest in the building for you today uh, from Culture Player Magazine. Chris Maurice will be with us talking about his recent article um, in the magazine in regards to this scandal and, and how the Oklahoma uh, University of Oklahoma football team react to the situation. So this should be interesting. I can't wait to hear it, but I want to thank everybody for listening in to the show today. You can follow our show on Twitter at Rank Top 5 Sports. You can also like our page on Facebook, Rank Top 5 Sports Talk Network. And you know what? So much going on in the world of sports. You have so much controversy. And, you know, in our society today, so much is changing. Things are just changing, people. And, you know, I know that, you know, we're probably only maybe a little less than 50 years out of the Jim Crow era where you had segregation and things like that going on, but times are changing. And the world is now starting to have a zero-tolerance policy against anything that's racist, sexist, or, you know, against anybody for, you know, any particular reason for the creed, religion. It's almost a zero-tolerance policy. So you really have to, you know, really examine some of the things that you do before you do them. But, uh, again, I want to thank everybody for, for tuning in today. We should have a wonderful show, and, and I'll bring Chris in in just one minute. But um, I was just happy to see that the University of Oklahoma just responded so quickly. And you're starting to see a lot of universities uh, react very quickly to situations that happen. So we hope that this is a, uh, this is a start, you know, kind of like a microcosm of what happens in the world. So, again, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Hey, listen, if you want to, you can follow us. On SoundCloud, Jeff Thomas Sports. Make sure you hit us up. We just podcasted maybe about less than 30 minutes ago talking all things NBA. And uh, we get it in on sports. So check out our point guard report. That's on SoundCloud. Make sure you hit us up. And without further ado, I'm going to bring Chris into the building. Welcome to the Right Top 5 Sports Nation. You know, of course, we based out of Chicago. But our range, man, we've been all over the country. And people have just been sending us so much good feedback on what we're doing in sports. So I'm going to bring Chris in the building in just one moment, and we're going to get this in today because I'm curious to hear what he has to say. We'll talk about Coach and Player Magazine and some of the things they're doing. Chris, what's going on, man? How's it going, man? How are you feeling today? I'm doing good. No complaints. Great. Hey, I, I want to jump right into it, man, because I want to talk about the article that you wrote for Coach and Player Magazine why Oklahoma mm-hmm. team effort response to the SAE video was what we needed. Talk to me about that and, and why you decided to write this piece. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a great response because obviously, I mean, it's something needed to be done. Everybody's seen the video by now. Huge PR issue for the school itself. 
And um, I really love the response by the football team because, you know, obviously there are things out there that are bigger than sports that require attention like this. And so, I mean, they really, they really stepped up. I mean, you know, the coach canceled practice like twice this week so the players could go out and participate in the protest rallies and, you know, the uh, different things around campus. Um, their senior senior linebacker, uh, Eric Stryker, uh, he, he, you know, he's really stepped up as the team leader last year on the field and then outside, you know, off the field he's stepping up now. You know, and obviously, I mean, he had that um... – very angry response to the video, but uh, other than that, what people didn't see was the very intelligent and really well-spoken response that he had when he was asked about the, you know, his thoughts after, you know, he had time to calm down and everything. Really smart guy, really, really great response. It was just, it was a great team effort to respond to something that, you know, needed, needed answers, so. So what do you think? I mean, what type of impact will this have on the University of Oklahoma's football program? Because you saw uh, some commits, maybe decommit, uh, some <clears throat> that were early commits. Yeah. And, and will this have a lasting impact on their football program? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I wouldn't say a lasting impact, but um, I mean, yeah, you've already seen a few of their three and four star guys decommit for 2016. Um, it's it's definitely going to impact them for the next year or two, but I would say that um, with the with the response that the school had and everything, I mean, obviously these players are going to see that you know this is not tolerated there, and that yeah, I mean you know, and most of the players are going to understand that a couple of idiots doesn't you know signify what the entire school is like. So, right. So let let me ask you a question. You know, you have incidents like this. And with social media being how it is and the, the, the mobile phones being how they are, in your opinion, and, and you weren't there, but why do you think these guys were sort of cast about how what they did on the bus? I mean, what prompted them to do that, to sing that song? Is that something that was entrenched in their fraternity and something that they did on a, on, on a, on a you know, whenever they got together? Did they sing that song? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't, I mean... I obviously I'm not in the fraternity, so I couldn't tell you. But I mean, number one, to post it online was just stupid. But I mean, like it was the the most disgusting part about that whole thing to me was how like pre rehearsed it was. All of them knew it, and I mean, this wasn't it wasn't like some sort of off the cuff kind of thing. They they all knew this sham. This was this was obviously something that was going around the fraternity. Everybody seemed to know it, so. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it got in there, but obviously, at some point, it, when it was in there, it's probably been in there for a while. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it, that's interesting because I am in a fraternity, so it, it's interesting. You do have certain songs that you sing that are traditional, hands down. Period. Yeah. You have a whole book full of songs that you sing. You know, we don't have any kind of songs like that. That are, you know, any oh, kind yeah. of racist <laughs> things like that. You don't have that. But that seemed like that was an unwritten song, and like you said. They were all singing in unison, and it was something that, you know, that they sung, which, I, you know, as an African-American person myself, I felt very offended by it. But then I said, you know what, why why even give it energy, you know? And and, yeah. and so, you know, I kind of left it at that. I really didn't even report on it that much. I said, you know what, I'm not going to give it any energy. And SAE is one of the bigger fraternities in the country. Of course, in North America, is definitely popular. And we know if they started back in the 1800s, 1900s, whenever they started, 
you know, of course there's going to be some some prejudicial type of things that that came with that fraternity. It's just that's just the way it was at that time. But that being said, the University of Oklahoma's response, I thought that was very quick. Do you think that was a mistake, or do you think? I mean, should there have been some discussion around it? Should the fraternity have been, you know, kicked off of campus? Should that have been something that that warranted such a quick response? Because now SAE is suing uh, the University of Oklahoma. What's your thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah, um, I, I do think that we're going to see some of the some of the stuff that happened overturned eventually. But I mean, I think that given like what happened and the national outcry that resulted from it, I think that the response was justified for being that quick. So whether or not it stands, I think I think it was definitely it's good that they acted fast and you know they did something to combat all the negative publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, I, I thought that it went really quick, and now it's it's almost even died down to a sense. Uh, that's why I really want to get you up because people really need to hear, you know, some of the intricacies. And the University of Oklahoma, I, I think, did a wonderful job. I, I must admit, when I first heard it, I was really down on it. Um, I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't even want to talk about Oklahoma football, you know, anymore. Yeah. But you know, you kind of had that feeling. But Bob Stoops. What was his response in this in this whole debacle? Yeah, um, Bob Stoops was, uh, I mean, he took it personally when he saw the video because obviously, you know, I mean, you know, as a football coach, you work with all races and everything. Um, I mean, you know, he he's very committed to the, you know, Oklahoma being prejudice-free. And so that's why, you know, he canceled practice Monday. He canceled practice again Wednesday. But he canceled practice on Monday because there was a there was a big protest outside the fraternity house, and he wanted all his players to be able to attend it. So, and then he was out there with them. Yeah, and and, and I think a lot of a lot of this, and I must admit, it, from time to time, I always ask the question because, especially SEC football and and some of the some of the other schools, even that may, all the schools around the country. You know, you see people, you see certain people in, in the stadium and stands. And I know I've heard this from other African-American uh, former football players. They often wonder, the fans that are cheering them in the stadium, you know, do they call them the N-word or do they call them other uh, derogatory names, uh, yeah. you know, behind their backs? And, and so, you know, you see people praising you in one minute. It's like the gladiator you know, kind of situation. Yeah. You see people yeah. cheering you, but then they, you know, they call you different names in the street. Is that something – what's your thoughts around that? Um, I mean, that's yeah, – I mean, it's yeah, it's hypocritical, I think. But, um, I mean, I'm sh- obviously I'm sure that does go on. But, you know, I'd like to think that's the minority of people at this point. So, mm-hmm. personally, when I watch a football, a football game, I don't really care what color you are. If you can catch a football, then, you know, that's you're in my, you're good in my book. So, Right, right. It's funny you say that because I remember um, maybe his last season when the quarterback from the University of Alabama, I think, you know, when he had taken over and had some some people who were down in Alabama were saying that they heard some really, really terrible remarks about him being the starting quarterback in Alabama. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, (laughs) this, this guy puts in work. You know, what are you talking about? This is this is 2015, 2014 when it happened. This is a totally different day. You know, it's yeah. that archaic. <laughs> and if you're in that mindset, you know, you would think that that's crazy. But, 
you know, I, I, I saw some of the stuff, and then I read. I was like, wow, this is this is ridiculous. You know, I, I know Alabama's in the South, but it, it is diverse in areas. I know that for a fact. Yes, definitely. So, um, yeah, I mean, if a know, man earns a starting spot, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't know what to think. But, hey, man, this is your man, JT Live, in the building on Ranked Top Fast Sports Talk Network. I got my man in the building, Chris Maurice, talking about his recent article on the Oklahoma Sooner football program and what they did to combat the SAE fraternity when uh, the racial remarks were, were sung on the bus um, that day. Chris, where can people follow you at? I know, you, I know you're out there because, I, 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 you know, you, you wrote that piece, a very nice article. Where can people find you at? Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter right now. I'm on Twitter, uh, Chris underscore M boss, like the basketball player, everything else is taken. Mm-hmm. Um, dot com got a whole page on there. You can contact me, see Marie, dot com. I'm all over. Great, great, great. And, and I enjoy reading coaching player magazine. I think it's one of the, the hottest magazines in regards to sports, very football, very Sports specific, and I, I really like that. Yeah, so big up to the coach the We're getting there. Yeah, make sure people make sure that you 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 download, you get on their 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 digital media streams, and, and make sure you check out Coach and Player because they're doing some great things. So, with that being said, man, talk to me about the landscape moving forward. College football, these type of things won't be tolerated. What will be? Um, what do you think should happen? What should be next steps as a college student going to a university? And if you're thinking about joining a fraternity or any other affinity groups, what should be the what should be rolled out by the university to these groups? Yeah. Um, well, I don't. I don't think we're ever going to see something like this again. Because, or at least, I don't think we're going to see something new like this again. Maybe old stuff might surface, but. Um, Especially after you know everything that happened to the kids that did it, I, I mean, you would hope any idiot that's going to do this in the first place wouldn't post it online. But um, I mean, yeah, if you, I mean, you know, if you're rushing a fraternity or something, and I mean, they're doing stuff like that, you know, you gotta you gotta ask yourself if you're comfortable with that. I mean, that's about all there is to it. You know, you can't you can't be putting yourself out where you're not comfortable. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, and hopefully. You know, we have a lot of young people who can who can really um, learn from this because it's a new age, new generation. You're seeing a lot of different changes yeah. happening within you know within this uh, decade and, and you know generation. So a lot of different things are happening. But hey, listen, Chris, I appreciate you being on the show. You guys, make sure you check out Coach and Player Magazine. Talks about it, the University of Oklahoma scandal. I love the piece. I love Coach and Player Magazine. Chris, thank you for joining our show. We'll definitely be in touch. I'm looking forward to your next article, man. I'm 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 ready to read and ready to roll it out. I appreciate it, man. All right, no problem. Hey, people, that's my man Chris Maurice on Ranked Top Five Sports Talk Network, Coaching Player Magazine. You know, Chris, you know he brought us some good points. People, if you're out here, young people, you know, think before you do things. Think before you go ahead and you decide, you know what, I want to join this fraternity or, or whatever affinity group that you want to be a part of because it's cool. Think it out. It's a process. Now, these young men, their lives are going to be scarred for the rest of their lives. And it took a lot. It took a lot for Bob Stoops, the University of Oklahoma, and that program to say, you know what, we're going to stand up and we're going to make a statement about this. 
We got to make a statement as a university because that's what needs to happen. Athletes need to be involved in social issues. And I'm going to put it out there because a lot of times, you know, athletes stay away, entertainers stay out of it. You know, you have some that speak out, but on the most, for the most part, a lot of guys just kind of step back. They don't say anything. And so being a part of, of social efforts is a part of real life. Those things actually happen in the real world. You have issues that are going to take place, and people need to know how to deal with them. Do you just let it, you know, stay there, or do you become actively involved in making some change and making some things happen? And so I applaud Chris. I applaud Coaching Player Magazine for printing that article. I applaud, you know, any other groups out there that took a strong stance on this particular situation. Racism should not be tolerated, period, point blank. I don't care who you are. I don't care who has different views. I mean, just think about it. You can't be scientifically thinking because you would know that certain racial attitudes and epithets just don't make sense. Not in today's world. There are too many examples of things, people doing positive things. We have stereotypes in every racial group, period, point blank. I mean, that's just, we have stereotypes. And there's some truth to the basis of some stereotypes, but that's not everybody. We want to link everybody into one group, and we can't do that. Like, I don't want people to link all fraternities into that one group because one fraternity was seen nationally doing something stupid. Now, our frat boy is not stupid, but that happened to that particular fraternity. Now, everybody in that fraternity has to suffer. And nationwide, they're being looked at. You know people looking at FAE on campus. They're looking at them like, man, what's up with y'all? That's crazy. That's a song, that's a song you guys got in your, in your book? You may well have it, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. I just wish people would think about the things that they do before they do it. There is no more excuses now for the young college kids. You're not going to get that pass. People are not going to give you a pass for using the N-word. They're not going to do it. They're going to rip you apart, and then you have to figure it out later on. And, and America is a place of, of second chances. We do get second chances here in the United States of America on certain things. But you have to know that you cannot do idiotic things and ex- expect there not to be any type of repercussions. And, you know, when that video was uploaded, I don't know if that person did it on purpose or what the situation was. They uploaded the video, hello? You know that's going to hit national wires. And you know that's entrenched in their fraternity. I mean, they look like they were having a very festive time singing that song. Hey, this is your man, JT, live right here on the Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Network. I don't know. You can follow us on Twitter at Ranked Top 5 Sports. You can also like our Facebook page. Rank Top 5 Sports Talk Network. Comment, do whatever. Send me, if you don't like what I said, send me a message. I don't care. Tell me. Tell me how you feel. That's fine. I have no problems with that. Don't stand no man regardless. We live in a world now where it's, what you say is very, people are sensitive. You have to consider other people's feelings now. You just can't say whatever. That's archaic. Just can't go around pissing on people. You just, you just can't do that. That day has changed. The cowboy era is over with. This is the real deal. People make decisions. People spend money. And when money starts to get attacked, you know that's a whole other issue. 
That's a whole other issue. But I'm glad, and I hope many other universities, not only in just football, but basketball, baseball, these sports, when something like that happens, the coach says, hey, we are going to be involved in this situation, period. We're going to take a stance in this particular situation right now. We're not going to have it. And I know the young man uh, that Chris was talking about, he he react. He, he went off. You know, he went off. But that was emotion because people want to feel respected. At the end of the day, people want to feel respected. We're all Americans. You come here to America for a better life or whatever the case, you come here, you work hard, you do whatever particular environment you come out of, you come out of an impoverished environment and you make it, you want to be respected because that took a lot of hard work to do. Just like if you came out of middle class and you did, you put in hard work, your parents raised you right, or if you come out of an upper class where people got money and you still put in work. People want to be respected. Nobody wants to be talked down to. Nobody wants to be talked about. Regardless if it's in sports, entertainment, music, news, just regular life. You know, they had a situation down in Texas where they some kids in a high school game had held up signs, and one of the signs said black, well, we white power, and people said that it wasn't intentionally done. I don't know if it was intentionally done or not. should have been done, though. Somebody should have picked up on it. They eventually did, and, you know, people had to say about it. But those kids need to be educated. You're going to be in the workforce, hello, there's diversity in this country. You're going to work with all kinds of people, or all kinds of people are going to work for you, or you're going to work with all or for all kinds of people of color, creed, race, nationality, it happens. So you have to get your mind set on that. You have to get used to that sort of thing that's going to take place. There's no question. Country needs to be a country not divided by race. It does. America is too powerful of a country to be divided. And we, we try to police the world on the things that we do, but we can't be divided on race. We can't have these little things, you know, that, that, that set us apart. We have to start coming together. We have to start working together. And that's what's important. That's the most important thing. How can we police the world when our own house is not in order? We have to take care of it. That's why I like what Oklahoma did. They took care of business. They didn't wait around. They said, hey, Race, prejudice will not be tolerated, period. We're not going to have it. And so if you have that type of attitude, just think if we have that type of attitude in the world here, in this country alone, because I'm talking about America. I'm not talking about any other place. I'm talking about what takes place right here in the United States of America. If we had that kind of policy where it was cut and dry, racism would stop. If you knew you could lose your job because you were racist, you stop. You stop it overnight. No matter if you're black or white, whatever, Asian, if you are a racist and make racist remarks, remarks, you your livelihood would be in jeopardy. I guarantee you everything would stop. Because nobody wants to have that, those sort of things happen. And, and I will admit, I've been, of course, I've been in situations where people made racist remarks, and I reacted certain kind of ways about it, depending on what the situation was. If it was an old lady, I, I might have gave her a few words, an old man, I might have gave him a few words, and that's it, you move on. A lot of times you just have to ignore people because they want that attention. But there are certain things that just are no-nos in our world, especially in America right now. And I, I applaud 
uh, University of Oklahoma for for taking this stance. Again, I can't even say I can't even say that even more. I, I think I become more of a Sooner fan now than anything. And it wasn't really too crazy about Oklahoma football. I like the colors though. It wasn't really too crazy about Oklahoma football, but now I think I'm going to be rooting for the Sooners to come out of the Big Twelve in football, win a national championship. I don't know if that's going to happen though. I mean, Ohio State looks tough and. You know, you got some other teams. It's going to be really tough next year. But hey, this is your man JT Live again right here on Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Network. Uh, again, I want to thank our special guest that we had in the building, Chris Maurice. Make sure, again, you follow him on Twitter. You also follow him on at Coaching Player Magazine. Uh, make sure you can always Google it and get it in. They have some excellent pictures, excellent, excellent visuals. And uh, big shout out to. Uh, my man Chris Franklin, and my man Frank Stevens also uh, with Coach Player Magazine. So big ups to them, man. They're doing an excellent job as well. Um, people can catch me this uh, Thursday on SoundCloud on Jeff Thomas Sports. Make sure you um, make sure you check out the show. We'll be talking NBA. There's so much stuff going on with the NBA right now. This MVP race is interesting. I'm telling you, it's interesting. If Russell Westbrook had started out like this early on in the season, he would be a shoe-in to win the MVP. And I talked about this on my podcast today on SoundCloud uh, and Jeff Thomas Sports. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, alpha male, alpha males, period, both of them. But I will say this, okay, you know, Kevin Durant attitude doesn't have that killer attitude, and it seems to me, like, he's starting to become the beta male, okay? And, and Russell Westbrook is the alpha male. If you know anything about the wolves and, the, the, the you know, the ecological system, you'll know that, you know, sometimes when an alpha, if an alpha wolf leaves his pack and another one takes over, you can't come back and just try to be the man. That doesn't happen like that. You can't just run back and say, okay, I'm back. And I know for a fact that Russell Westbrook is not going to bow down to Kevin Durant. That's not going to happen. It won't. It won't happen nowhere near close this time. Westbrook got that ball. He's going to want to shoot. And also OKC. And, and this is everybody's talking about OKC, and this team is not even, you know, they're not even in the eighth spot right now. You know, so but you could, you could tell they have so much surgery. Baca is out too now with the knee surgery. He's going to have to have knee surgery. So we talk about Oklahoma. We still talking Oklahoma, talking OKC now. But you can check that out on Jeff Thomas Sports where I talk about uh, the Kevin Durant and uh, Russell Westbrook situation. And, uh, you know, we talked a lot of NBA. Chicago Bulls, of course, are, are, are going backwards with all their injuries. Golden State has clinched the playoff spot, which, you know, I think is a little too early. I think they still need to be, be hungry. But they did. They did what they're supposed to do. Steve Kerr's done a wonderful job with Mark Jackson's team. Great work. Did what he was supposed to do. Uh, and then also this week I'll be talking some football, NFL. We're talking concussions uh, too. Of course, you know you had a couple of football players that have recently retired, and one we had today that retired. So we'll talk about that. Uh, concussions in football. Yeah, everybody's scared to play football now. Come on, what's going on with that? Me telling you, everybody's scared to play football. Really, because of concussions? I'm not saying. That that's not dangerous and hasn't happened in the past. But you got to think about when those guys were playing in the past, they were throwing elbows and kicking people with their the cleats, steel cleats, as a matter of fact. I mean, they were basically out there with no helmets on. 
different day now. Technology and advancements is helping out a little bit. Pee Wee, Little League football, they're learning how to tackle better. Just saying, man, we're getting a little bit overly sensitive with that particular piece because now everybody's scared to play football. Nobody wants to play football. Come on, man. LeBron doesn't want his son to play football. Oh, I don't want my kids to play football. You played? Come on, LBJ. Be serious, man. So we'll talk about that and how that how that's impacting football because you know the NFL has to keep that brand going. NFL has this clause all the way down to the peewee leagues in football, midget leagues. NFL has that brand strong, boy, I'm telling you. Nothing like the NFL. That's one of the brands, you know, that keeps you strong. But, of course, if you listen to some of my podcasts in the past, you know how JT feels about the NFL and some of the – how I've ripped the NFL apart on certain things, especially Roger Goodell. But, hey, I want to thank everybody again for listening to the show. Again, tune in to us, man, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Check out some of our past shows. If you're listening on demand, thank you for tuning in to the show as well. Again, thank our guests. Chris Maurice from Culture Player Magazine. And I want to thank you. You all have a wonderful day. Let's hope for this spring real soon, man. Spring. Let's get it in. But hey, this is your man, JT Live. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. J20. Great top five. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Rank top five 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 blog talk sports radio. Like J20 say, you don't wanna miss the show. Football, basketball, baseball, you know the drill. When it comes to sports, top five is the real deal. Free throws, jump shots, touchdowns, pump blocks, home runs, triple plays. He gon' blog it a different way. He got the internet locked down when it comes to sports in different cities, different states, different countries, all sorts. One and J20 is the perfect combination. When it comes to talking sports, first in the nation. Real stats, real facts, never dealing fiction. Listen to the show once and you'll get a shit. I mean, fan base. Follow him, so drop down and pay homage, bow down.